You are listening to an A&R podcast. This is episode 25. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about the G.I. Joe franchise and action figure expansion. We'll also be talking about the new Disney Plus show, What If? And finally, we'll discuss the Black Widow movie that has come out on theaters and Disney Plus. So let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another A Now podcast. We've got a fun-filled episode today. This is episode 25. Can't believe 25 episodes in the book, and we got plenty more to go. Uh, we got a great show with great topics to talk about. But as always, before I get into the topics, I've got to bring in my fellow friends. And joining me today from Springfield <laughs> is my friend D. D, how you doing? Insert wave sound here. I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> D, what character you love from Springfield? Um, that's a tough. Oh man, that's a that's a tough one. Because I most people would default to, to. Let me get let me get back to you on that one. Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> all right. So another character from Springfield, and he is a character himself. Chris, how you doing? It tastes like burning. <laughs> we work hard, but we play harder. <laughs> Wow, what character resonates with you more the most in from Springfield? Uh, um, let's say Sideshow Bob. I'm pretty crazy. Not a murderer <laughs> yet. So crazy. Was yes. he was he from was he from Springfield? Or was he from uh, the neighboring town Shelbyville? Uh, well, he was in Springfield. So let's just yeah, say no, I'm he's here Spring- for he's, he's, he's from Springfield. He counts. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are uh, you? All right. Uh, myself, uh, I am myself, is Elvin. I need to uh, always mention my name because I always forget to do that. I would think it's got to be either Homer or Chief Wiggum. <laughs> I was going to say oh, Chief I love Wiggum. Wiggum. <laughs> I, I actually have a Chief Wiggum figure right in front of me right now. Seriously. <laughs> I have got it from the Playmates uh, Simpsons. I used to have the whole set. I used to have every character almost. And um, I got rid of it a while back. But I have Chief Wiggum. He survived uh, with his donut and his cup of coffee. So I've got Chief Wiggum. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say Chief Wiggum. He's just so good. When he shows up, he's on point And he just, you know, my favorite scene is that scene where uh, Bart takes the uh, can of paint to the store and it shakes. Oh, no, no. The, the beer. Yeah. He takes it to the paint shop, or Home Depot, or whatever, and shakes it all up and then brings it home. And then Homer goes and opens the fridge and it explodes, right? Hey, and <laughs> it explodes before he finishes the sentence. And oh. you see Wiggum going, uh, what's it called? Explosion at the old Simpsons house, right? Before that, he didn't care. He's like, there appears to be beer coming out of the chimney. <laughs> he goes. He goes. Uh, I said, proceed, uh, proceeding on foot, right? Bring pretzels. I repeat, bring pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so it's so good, so good. I just actually got my uh, youngest son into watching it with me, and we were just on the floor laughing. We just watched some of the episodes. He absolutely loves Bart, and uh, it was so cool to see him enjoy a show that I've grew up watching as a kid. You know, this show, people don't realize, it's been around for 30-plus years. It's crazy. It is insanity. And it there's no end in sight. Yeah, maybe the writing has fallen off a little bit, but there's no end in sight. They can just keep churning this on for, like, another 20 years. I have to stop can you imagine? The, early, the earlier seasons. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, but can you imagine, like, this show could be on for 50 years. Like, it, it could be on for 50 years. It's unheard of. But look at all the predictions they've also made, like yeah, Trump being president. Oh. oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. So many things they predicted. They got to stop. <laughs> yeah, there's all that conspiracy theory on, on the internet, right? Too, like some of them are actually for the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So I gave you enough time, D. Uh, don't think I, did, I forgot. <laughs> so now you got to pick a character that you like the most from The Simpsons. Crazy Valklav. Whoa! <laughs> that came out of nowhere! Whoa! Oh, wow. You're selling that him that card. So what, what country is this from? It uh, no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> that as, they say, as they say in my country, and he just goes off. Homer's trying to drive. Put it in H. I am impressed with your accent. I am well, really I mean, impressed. Cra- Crazy Valklav doesn't really have a real accent, so it's easy. To... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just impressed with yours. It's, oh. it's, it's on point. Thank you. I could have mistaken you from somebody from Slovakia or something like that. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that is uh, top-notch, yes. Um, and then uh, you like Sideshow Bob. That explains a whole lot. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, okay. Enough with the uh, Simpsons talks here. Go uh, let's hours. go... Yeah, I know, right? Well, you know what? We'll do a we'll do a podcast uh, episode on Simpsons. We'll do one, a fun one that people can uh, chime in on. But uh, yeah, so we'll go around the table here. What we got and what we watched, like we always do. So, D, take it away. I went hunting and I found nothing. I found fodder for customs, <laughs> but oh, there's a dry spell going on for me. I had to oh. just go pre-order a bunch of stuff to make up for it. I'm getting so months. sad to hear that. I know. We all can't be lucky like someone I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, what did you watch? Well, I watched Black Widow, and then um, the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard I have on a queue. I'm going to watch that with Jess later. Oh, you know what? I keep forgetting to watch that. I is it worth? On that. Is it worth watching? I like the first movie. <laughs> you didn't answer the question, D. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I have it. Oh, I have it queued up. Oh, I'm gonna oh watch it okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just the. It's I'll, not I'll good, eh? I one hundred percent tell you. Whenever somebody says, I like the first one, when you ask about the second one, that should tell you your answer as how good the movie is. Sorry about I'll that. skip no, it. I'll let you know. I'll let what? you know as soon as I watch it what I think. But I don't know a lot of sequels yeah. that have done or surpassed what the first one did. So, Term- Terminator 2. Okay. I'll give it that. <laughs> That's the number one, I think, in my book for a sequel to, to outdo the original. I can't think of anything yeah. else. Toy Story's um, never outdone it, but they haven't faltered in any way that I could. I think. I think Toy Story never outdid it, but I think they kept it at the same yeah. level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't think anything anything else could outdo it uh, in terms of the second Terminator was unreal too. Uh, two just destroyed one. Okay, what about X two? X two definitely beat out X one. X Men. I don't know. Like, I can't uh, even pick. I know. It I, I don't know. That that bar was so low that does it really matter? <laughs> like, it's still better than the first one. That's what we, I thought we were so? talking I mean, about. I, so. I think so. I mean, it's it is a different pile of trash versus the other one. It's a neater you know, placed so, pile. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a more confined dumpster fire. There you go. 
Yes. <laughs> I, I don't need, I, I, I'm not, and now I'm just feeling dirty. I need to shower or something. <laughs> just talking about that. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you watched uh, Black Widow and then you got to, uh, what else did you watch? Sorry. Oh, I have um, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. It's pending. I'm going to watch that later. And then okay, I D, it's, a... not it's not what you're. It's not what you're gonna watch. Yeah, it's that's what you watch, I haven't D, watched. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's nothing's on my radar right now. Nothing on Netflix or like uh, Disney Plus or anything like that. No. Oh really? Nothing wow. at all. Okay. I don't know. I binge through all my old shows. Like I rewatched old cartoons like Voltron, uh, the nineties X Men. But does that count if it's that old? Is yeah, you watched it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, X Men. That's a silly I put, question. I put on, I put on some '90s cartoons and just. Oh yeah, that, that that's bit. actually pretty cool. I might have to do that. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, see if the well, quality it's... holds up in your in your reality versus expectation. Well, well the quality '90s X Men is always gonna have a place in my heart. Yeah, it doesn't matter how how many years in the future it is. I don't care about the quality of the the animation. I just, I love it. It's just so. You know, it hits the nostalgic point like nothing else. Yeah. Right. So, no, well, that's I always gonna have a special. Um, it's the Spider-Man X-Men crossover. Seeing the commercial, oh, nice, I remember nice. that. I remember the commercials for a kid, and I was like, I need to be home <laughs> to watch this episode. <laughs> and it was always at a time when we had to go out. Like I forgot it was for our sports or something stupid, and I was just so angry. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That How re- dare you take me to the Yankees game? <laughs> okay, talking about that story, D, that reminds me of when I was a kid and I found out that they did a live-action Generation X TV movie. And I was oh, wow. so stoked about watching that. And then I don't know what I did. I got grounded and my mom said I couldn't watch it because she knew oh. I wanted to. And then, oh, I was so upset. You talked about it too much. You talked about it too much. But then when I watched it, I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) The expectation wasn't there, huh? Like, I'm not even going to talk about Emma Frost. uh, And even the guy who played Banshee. Oh, what a terrible accent. Oh, terrible. Maybe Maybe I should give it a try. Try it. I dare you. See what Try happens. and get to like two minutes of it. I, two I minutes. dare you. <laughs> Is it worse than the X Men movies? Well, it's. Uh, I liked. <laughs> I liked Apocalypse. No. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, moving along to Christopher, what did you watch and what did you get? Well, this week I didn't get much. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yes. Did you get a so, big shelf? Yeah, this is a continuation. I've mentioned it mm-hmm. before. It's Think of it as uh, an episode of Dragon Ball. It's going to be about a month before we get through a battle. So I got my new display whoa, case. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> D- Hold on. Hold on. That's, that's uh, you know, like you're poo-pooing on a show that me and D dearly love. But know? is he wrong? Dude. But is he wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a month, maybe a couple of weeks. I'll give you two weeks. It's close <laughs> enough. I'm a if big fan, too. If you're watching on YTV, you're going to see that farmer. You're going to see that farmer about 10 times before you see Goku and Frieza fight. So (laughs) Chris is not wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I've just been, I set it up yesterday and I just got to put the shelves in and reorganize my figures, which is always something a collector loves or hates. It really is a love-hate. It's trying to find the perfect place for those. 
You guys know what I mean, I'm sure. Who? Elvin, he loves that stuff. Yeah, they'll be lying on our backs, stacked on top of each other. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He's Um, quiet. (laughs) What did you watch? Okay, so I watched it because it's free now on Disney+. Plus. I watched New Mutants. The New Mutants. Movie? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, ha- about it. <laughs> I had removed it out of my memory banks. Yeah. <laughs> I had removed it completely so that it took me a few seconds to bring it back into the forefront. Oh, okay. I had, I had filed it way back there. <laughs> so. Sorry, what were you asking, D? Oh, what did you think? You know what? It, it's really unfortunate because uh, there could have been so much good potential for this movie that... You know, don't get me wrong, I love a good horror movie, but I, I it didn't belong in this genre. Yeah. It It's like they took uh, a Marvel movie and a horror movie and put it in as one, and, you know... And they made it PG, which removes the whole aspect of it being a horror <laughs> And, like, <clears throat> it was just that cast there was no extras in there well except for the beginning but you know i like that they touched on danny moonstar and we got to see you know some beloved characters in their magic super cool like honestly after seeing what she does i'm like can i just get a movie with her in it but it, it was honestly it I, was i didn't think like honestly i didn't think the casting was bad it's just the writing was bad it's kind of sloppy it's kind of all over the place. yeah yeah, it's uh, honestly. I'll give you my rating. It was um, five out of ten. It was semi enjoyable. That's about right. Yeah, that's something that that's something I would give too. Yeah. So that's what I watched, and obviously I watched Black Widow last night, and I can't yeah, wait we'll to talk about it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, anything else? No, that is it. What about yourself? Um, in terms of what I got, I had a pretty good Monday today. I had FedEx come by the house. Uh, a friend of mine from uh, the States, uh, Colorado area, actually sent me a box of the new He-Man from Netflix, the Masters of the Universe figure line. So he was able to find me um, Battle Cat, uh, God Skeletor, and then he was able to find me He-Man, and the rest of the cast... Um, Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn, a swamp thing, is it? Or what's it? No, what's um, <laughs> Muckman. Yeah, whatever. M- M- yeah, there you go. So I got him as well. So I was happy to get that. Uh, very stoked. We're going to definitely do um, an astonishing unboxing in the next couple of days and get that on our YouTube channel, which reminds me if you're listening to. Go to our social media at AstonishingNR and check in there. Chris is dropping great stuff every day. Get informed on all things pop culture. And then you can also head on to our YouTube channel and like and subscribe there where we're going to be dropping some cool videos every week. And who knows, you might have a chance to win some prizes very soon. So, you know, get over there and get into all these good stuff that chances to win all these cool prizes. And, uh, yeah, so I got the He-Man set. Super stoked. Um, just excited to get that opened up and check it out. Then I also picked up, uh, actually Chris picked it up for me, Red Alert from the Transformers Kingdom line. I've been looking forward to this figure. It's actually the right paint scheme. 
So it was nice to get that. Thank you, Chris. No problem. Uh, and then I also got um, from EB Games, Star Wars Black Series Cal Kestis. I believe I'm pronouncing that badly, butchering <laughs> it, but I, I wanted that figure and I, and I got that figure. So it's from the Gaming Greats uh, line. So I got that. Happy to have that. And then um, my friend Matt at Customs by Matt, you go follow him, really nice guy. He enabled me today out of nowhere to go and chase down the Bandai Megazord, the GX 72, 78, and 85. And he went through the EB route, EB, EB, uh, eBay route, sorry. And um, I was looking through eBay and then I just happened to call a store locally, they had it. And uh, a lot of money later, I have it in my hand. So I'm going to do that too, um, open those guys up and have a look at it. But uh, our friend Customers by Matthew, when he gets his, he's going to do a live session. So look for him on Instagram and he's going to open up his stuff first. And uh, he's really excited to get that. So I can't wait to watch his video. Hopefully I get a chance to. So he hopefully he does it a time frame where normal people are still awake. Not, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, he always does. <laughs> Two, I don't know why. 2.15 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. <clears throat> this guy's crazy <laughs> but uh yeah anyway so got that haul it was, a, it was a good haul and i have some cool stuff coming on the way some marvel legends on the way and uh Ooh, what do you yeah, have some, i have that new uh ursa major wave oh okay got that wave coming i also ordered five ultrons because i want to army build ultrons oh my god <laughs> so what? That's See, cool. That's no, that one's fair. That one makes. I sense. meant yeah. that. Oh my god, that's gonna be cool. Like, cause oh. <laughs> these are really nice looking Ultron figures. So sorry. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I wanted I wanted six, so I ordered five with the set, so I'll have six, and um, I do want it. I want an eight, but you know what? I'm gonna chase them down. It's the thrill of hunting them down. So I'm gonna keep two open and chase it down myself. If I can, I can, or whatever, I don't care. But just the thrill of finding them in stores would be nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm weird. I'm weird like that. No, I understand. <laughs> like, the feeling, like, when you see it. And you're yeah, like, yeah. And your eyes light up. <laughs> heart, heart palpitations. It's like, oh my god. It's like seeing <laughs> a dog. Number seven and number eight, <laughs> <Yeah>. Ultrons. <laughs> and uh, I also have uh, Maestro. He's coming as well. Oh, nice. I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah, so did I, until I saw the list. <laughs> and then I have, I believe, another Transformer I have from the Dinobots, Slug, or Snarl, I can't remember now. Uh, he's coming as well, so I'm excited to get that guy open. I love the Dinobots, and I can't wait to open them up. But yeah, uh, that's what I got coming this week. And I also got some Hot Toys coming in. Of course but, you do. But, <laughs> oh, funny guy. No, By the no. Way, I locked in that. But I, I locked in that SDCC exclusive, by the way, too, or you that did? Toy Fair exclusive. Oh, yeah, I locked sweet. it in. I but, just love uh, how I'm you said only say... one. Only one or two. And how many is this now, Alvin? How many? Eight. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I support you. You know that. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell anybody which ones I got because we're going to unveil it on our YouTube channel. And uh, Chris will take some nice uh, pictures. Uh, we'll get some nice pictures out there for our social media. But we'll unveil it on there. So if you want to see what I've got from Hot Toys, make sure to head on over to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. We're going to do a nice video on some of these Hot Toys that I'm going to be getting soon. 
and it's going to be fun, I'll tell you. It's going to be a web-slinging adventure, so make sure you get in there and check it out. Uh, what I watched and what I got before everybody goes to sleep and go, geez, shut up already, get to the topics. Um, I watched Black Widow, like he said, I watched The Bad Batch, Disney+. Plus. Uh, I thought it was a very boring episode for The Bad Batch. It was a very snooze-fest uh, episode. And uh, what else? I watched Rick and Morty, this episode. Like if you haven't watched Rick and Morty today, uh, yesterday's episode was insane. It, it was off the charts, really, really wacky and weird, and they made fun of a lot of people, including Robert Darney Jr. So it, it, yeah, it, it was good. They laid it to they laid it to Robert Darney Jr. pretty bad actually in the beginning. Uh, let's just say it talked about his alcohol ish- issues and Ooh. sleeping in people's lawns. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like. Rick and Morty is a show that holds no bars. They go after anybody and they hit them hard. <laughs> like they're they're amazing. This show is a must see. Uh, if anybody else, South Park used to be like, yeah, this is a must see uh, show. So anybody who hasn't seen Rick and Morty, go check it out. It is on Adult Swim Channel, and um, yeah, go check it out. I, I believe Adult Swim Channel also has a streaming platform they're attached to. Uh, we can check it out HBO Max. That's what it is. And that is it, what I've watched so far. I am watching Shark Week. It is Shark Week right now, Discovery, so I am checking oh. out Shark Week stuff. Lovely. Yeah, just it started yesterday, uh, Shark Week. So That's always yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, okay, let's get into our very first topic. It is the new... So, G.I. Joe talk, right, D? You were going to lead us so into this we were, one. So, we were discussing G.I. Joe. I asked you, maybe two weeks ago, like, how do you feel it's being handled by Hasbro? And we were talking, like, the bar hasn't been raised that high, but they're the only competition in the game. And then I look on Twitter today, and Super 7 put a little checklist off titled, Knowing is Half the Battle. And on July 15th, <laughs> you'll know. And that's all. Yeah. And Super <laughs> 7 has done some really great stuff, in my opinion. I mean, it's stylized to their liking, but yeah. it, it's good. It's good quality. So, as a fan, and as a person who's let down previously by the other unveilings of another company, I don't want to throw shade on them, because they are... <laughs> <laughs> they have been giving us shows. <laughs> Does this excite you? I know the scale will be different and everything, but if Super 7 started a line, would you be like, okay... I'm transitioning over to this now. So with Super Seven, like I don't own any Super Seven figures, but that's not to say that I won't in the future because I have a feeling I am gonna get into Super Seven. And if I and like you know, you guys know me. Like when I get into a line, I get into a line, mm-hmm. right? I don't tippy tap around it. Like I need to dive in head first. So I'm just waiting for that opportunity to do that. I came very close with the uh, Disney characters that they introduced oh yeah I saw the those. mickey the, Mi- the nice. mickey mouse like they were hovering on the cart on their website for me and for whatever reason i'm like i can't get into this line this is going to be dangerous like, is it because you know they do more and you just don't have time oh yeah anything? absolutely they've got a hundred characters they can easily do right now yeah right every every cartoon that they came out with it has at least 10 characters they can do right so i'm like no i can't do this this is too dangerous so i emptied the card out and I walked away. It was very close. But with this G.I. Joe news, like I'm wondering if they're going to do... For me, I, I do appreciate the old school retro looks that they do. It, it does serve a purpose 
for a specific group of people that like that aesthetics and that nostalgic hit. I get that. I respect that. For me, I can't really get into it unless it's something I know that nobody else is going to make anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I got to see. Like, I got to see what they're going to do. Because, like, the Ninja Turtles look like the, like, classic 80s and 90s figures, which doesn't hit home for some people. But then the Power Rangers yeah. ones look decent they looked cool (laughs) they look decent but the articulation isn't there but i just want to say this you know we all love specific brands like obviously i'm hasbro and neca and i don't own anything super seven and you know hasbro isn't going to be afraid if someone else has the license because hasbro knows how good it is but you know it's going to be awesome for super huge fans out there of super seven and they've put out some pretty amazing stuff they're gonna cater to their fan base so they're gonna bring it to someone who might not like hasbro and you know they like the style or someone or someone that wants that style it's the style that drives people to that you know it's the same thing with mezco right it's there's people that love their style no matter what anybody says they love soft goods. They don't care if it looks like pajama party pants. <laughs> they 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 want that. That's their thing, right? I mean, yeah. and, and good for them. If if that's what they want, then you know it's their money. Go ahead, have at it, right? And going back to your question about the GI Joe thing with the debacle, the debacle that Hasbro has been dealing with ever since they launched this six-inch line, they have made some strides to improve it recently. But I'm wondering if it's a little too late. And the other issue that I have with Hasbro's G.I. Joe thing is they're not releasing four or five figures at a time. They're only releasing like two figures at a time, which is so annoying because... It seems like they don't care. I, I don't know. I, honestly, I, I don't want to think that way, but it just sounds like they are. They don't really care. They, how can you release two figures at a time when you have literally a hundred characters? If Like I... It's crazy. Like, when are we going to see the rest of the cast in 2024? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, like, if you're going to do just two characters, you know, if that's how you're going to launch them, at least do them maybe every other month so they're still close together. If you're going to entice hardcore fans of G.I. Joe or whatever licensing they're picking up, you can't just give them two and expect them to wait. They want to build a team now. You know, yeah. Right now they're releasing two classified figures and two Cobra Island figures. The Cobra Island being, you know, Hasbro Pulse and Target exclusive, and then the classified is available to everybody, including comic book shops and online websites. But it's two figures always at a time, and it's just so like, what 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 is this? Like, I mean, not only do they have over a hundred characters in the GI Joe franchise, each character has like five or six different different changes of outfits. You know, they have the Arctic series, they have the jungle, they have the sand. Like, there's so yeah. many different variations of Sorry them. Sorry for laughing. I so, just remember the Arctic one they released was just a fiasco. Yeah. And what, that should have been, like, it? a moneymaker. It was, like, an Amazon exclusive, and, like, 90% of the was, customers got canceled for some reason. Yeah, it, oh. it was um, it was not Snake Eyes. It was a Storm Shadow. Oh, Storm Shadow, yeah. Yeah, Storm Shadow. Uh, it's funny you say that. This is crazy you said that. Yesterday night, I'm sitting there and I get an alert from Amazon saying it's in stock. 
Did you <laughs> did you get it? Like, did you did you purchase it? Or in the like, middle of the night, I get a notification on my phone saying, "Amazon, like, hey, your wish list item that you wanted is in stock by us." I go and immediately click to pay, and it said one left. I purchased it. It said it went through, but you know how Amazon's until it says shipped. Yeah, it's not yours, right? So, I mean, I already have this figure stashed at my uh, PO box in the U.S. I have a stash there, and whenever the border opens, I'm going to take my U-Haul truck and load it all up. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if it goes through, great. Because it's at a regular price. It wasn't a third-party seller. It was actually Amazon. Oh, nice. To send me there. That's always good. Yeah. So, so make sure anybody who sees an item that's sold out, put it on your wish list. Because Amazon does actually message you when it comes back in stock. So make sure to do that. And, you know, have faith, even if it's a year later. <laughs> right so you're sleeping it may pop yeah <laughs> but yeah and so and then the other thing is you know going back to the gi joe with other companies taking over you've got mesco also doing their their uh, destro and then they did roadblock now yeah and you know i pre-order both i'm gonna get both of them to show up but uh yeah i mean see i don't like, know another thing like we were talking earlier and i pasted you that link and it was sergeant slaughter and I was like, hey, here you go. And you're like, what is yeah. this? Is this a third party? And I'm like, no, it looks like it's a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive from Mattel and G.I. Joe in collaboration for a WWE set. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Did you, are you excited about that? Like, is that, I'm excited. Is I'm, oh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to buy two of those. One of them to go in my G.I. Joe section and one to go in my wrestling section, right? So for anyone I'm who wants in... that, it's July 22nd on uh, Mattel yes. Creations. Yeah, we'll definitely. You know, Chris is going to be on top of it, so yeah. Chris will let us let people know whenever stuff are available. That's what's important to show uh, to our Instagram and our social media, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, we'll be dropping the Canadian and U.S. Whatever we find information, we'll do our best to get it up there. We you know we don't just do figures; we do all kinds of things, video games, whatever, right? Streaming uh, things that come on there. But yeah, no, I'm going to get two of those because I do collect the Mattel. Um, the uh, WWE Ultimate line. Yeah, you're better. I do collect that. I, yeah, I, I'm a fan of wrestling, AEW and WWE, but I'm more of a fan of the old school 80s and 90s wrestlers. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got him. I, I pre ordered The Rock, which is finally coming. So he's got the one with the tattoo on his chest. I got that figure coming. And uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely excited to get a Sergeant Slaughter. It's crazy how Hasbro doesn't have the license to make a Sergeant Slaughter figure. They don't oh, have right. it. I didn't know that. Because he's G.I. Joe, isn't he? Well, they, no, have, it's, they uh, have that license. It's just they don't have the license to make him. Yeah, they don't have the license to make that character specifically. Interesting. So he's a free agent. So I think Valverse, uh, the gentleman Valverse, he has his own action figure company, it's called. He actually made a Sergeant Slaughter figure, and uh, you can get it through Dorkside Toys. And it looks fantastic. It looks great. I pre-ordered it. It was supposed to come out in March. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I don't know when I'm going to see this, but I ordered that figure, pre-ordered it from Dorkside. Hopefully shows up at my door one day. But yeah, this is going to be a great substitute to put into my G.I. Joe collection with the WWE Ultimate figure. So definitely going to get two of those. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, other parties are, you know, other companies are starting to make the G.I. Joe figures because they see how lucrative it is. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, it's crazy. The sales for G.I. Joe. I remember having conversations with people about this uh, before they got started. And I told them, hey, I think G.I. Joe is going to outsell a lot of action figures, including Marvel Legends. 
not in terms of volume, but in just the hype behind it and how people are going to go after this, like nobody's business, because they never made a six inch figure line. They've always made that three and three quarters. And then they made the 12 inch dolls back in the seventies. They were never made that line. And, you know, I knew it's going to be a success and look at it now. Like it's, it's insane. There's some guy, I believe on eBay selling a GI Joe figure for $10,000. Whoa. <laughs> That's $10,000. And it, and it said crossed out reduced. What was it before? See, it's only worth <laughs> as much someone as, as much as someone will pay. Do you think? Yeah. I wonder who and when that will happen. It's funny because that figure, I have six of them. Okay. So are you telling me I have sixty thousand sitting in my shelf right now? <laughs> I don't think so. Because <laughs> if my wife found out it was sixty thousand, she'd probably tell me to sell all of them right away. <laughs> Keep your eye on that listing. If someone buys it, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sell one. We sell one. <laughs> yeah, one per yeah. year. We're going on a shopping spree, boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so honestly, I just, I don't know. Uh, let's see what these their other companies do with this license. Yeah. You know what's going to be interesting is what if the Japanese companies get on this? Mayfax then you're paying more. But you know what? They're going to give you the accessories, right? They're going to give you the hands. That's true. It, the weapons, the hands, you, the old heads. Would you... I know, Chris, you probably won't buy these, but would you be interested then, D, if Mayfax, let's say, makes G.I. Joe line? Would that entice you? It probably would, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, no, there's no thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, because they do some pretty cool stylized stuff. The quality is usually good. They give you the accessories. I, I, you know what? Reserves. Honestly, I shouldn't have said that, uh, Chris. Uh, would you? Are you at all ever interested in G.I. Joe? Any characters? Uh, no, because I just remember getting in so much trouble as a kid playing with my cousins because I'd always pretend I was uh, the bad guy. Because you know how they're connected by that little rubber <laughs> piece at the waist? Yeah. So what I would do is I'd pretend to torture the G.I. Joe and then oh and eventually it would snap and then he fell apart and then I got in so much trouble for... I broke quite a few, probably about 15 of them. You didn't learn after the first time? <laughs> no, because okay. it was fun being an evil person. You know, <laughs> hello, Sideshow Bob. Jeez, oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No kidding. But um, I used to do that for like the, the ultimate attack where they just tornado punched people. I used to do that. I didn't break them, though. <laughs> oh, but yeah. there's, there's no character at all interesting you, uh, interested in getting. There's some crazy characters in there. Uh, you know guys. what? Everyone if, likes snake eyes. If there was something that caught my eye, I probably wouldn't say no. I know it's like something Lady that, J. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, that don't sleep on that figure. Anybody who's thinking of getting Lady J, go pick it up. It's it's a great figure. It's pretty awesome. I got to play with yeah. it a little bit and yeah. I like the accessories. I like the articulation, the detail. I love that you can pop the hair on and you get a whole new piece. So you're not getting these chunky hat pieces that sit weird <laughs> on the head. You know, yeah. they really thought about yeah. that. So kudos to Hasbro. We got to see more of that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that figure was awesome. When I was reviewing that figure, I was just blown away of the articulation it had. It was just a fresh breath of fresh air for a female figure. Mm-hmm. You know, it really, it really took their time and actually pushed through it. And I'm hoping that we see more of this for more female characters from the GI Joe world. 
Um, anything else you guys want to add to this before we move on to our next topic? Nope, just exciting, and I just want to see what happens with it. Yeah, definitely looking forward to see what these uh, other companies do with them. Hopefully Super 7 does great. Uh, you know, I might dip into it then, because I'm a big fan of G.I. Joe. Alright, uh, let's get into our next topic, and w- which is, what if? Yes. What if? Which is not a question, but a show <laughs> that is on Disney Plus that's coming very, very soon. I believe right after the Loki episodes end, I think a week later. First episode, couple... August 2021. That's all I got. Also, a few a few weeks later, yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming probably the first or second week of August. Uh, but we'll definitely get that date out for everybody. But What If is coming out, and man, does this look like a crazy adventure show. Ugh. It's uh, all over the place, as it should. Uh, Chris, I know you wanted to speak into this uh, more detailed. So go ahead, man. So, you know, just a couple days ago, we got the trailer drop on Instagram and all social media. And I pressed play and I watched this and I couldn't be any more excited. I love these kinds of stories like what if so-and-so you know it switches it up because you know you've probably read something or watched something in the past and you're like well what if this happened you know so it's they're giving us what we want and you know they are coming from the comic books but they're bringing it to cartoon which i'm excited that they're doing the cartoon kind of taking a break from that real life movie you know, and um, so these are animated anthology anthology series created by A.C. Bradley. So that's like Elvin said is going to be coming to Disney Plus. Um, so a couple of things that I seen in the trailer that got me super excited was the zombies. You know, oh, <laughs> oh yes, I I didn't get to read the comic. I'm not a huge comic reader. I think I'm going to start reading that series, so I got to find it. So that got me excited. And then also, there was a quick scene. I don't know if you guys caught it, but it was Gamora wearing Thanos's armor yeah. with the sword. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's going to be an interesting uh, episode. But, you know... Let's start off with D. Did you see anything that caught your eye that you're looking forward to? Um, I always like Howard the Duck, so I was excited to see that <laughs> yes. little snippet of him. Like he's yeah, just yeah. a weird, he's a weird character. He's a weird dude, and um, Killmonger. So before we were looking up, like, oh, Michael B. Jordan has a contract for something else, and we're like, well, he's dead. Is he coming back? Blah blah blah. He's one of the voice actors, so that explains why he's credited for more contracts with Marvel. So I think he'll be showing up more than once in a few episodes. Mm-hmm. I saw the um, Black Panther and Yondu situation, and I'm like, how did these two end up together? Like, anything <sighs> that was on screen left a lot to be questioned, and I need to mm-hmm. watch all of them now just to just to find out, like, why are these two even face to face how is this possible like they're oh, even in the same galaxy or universe at this point it is I saw the very, yeah the, <laughs> for to answer that question though in the first trailer that they ever dropped 
what happened was Yondu actually blew past his coordinates and ended up in Wakanda. That's how he was. That's how he, he made things like that. Chip. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's just different. Or yeah, he just missed the coordinates that he was supposed to go to, or what they were what, wanted to go to, and they just ended up being on the other side of Earth in Wakanda. Same with. But how um, did he get past the? How did he get past the cloaking? Well, I guess if you have a spaceship from yeah. another galaxy, I don't know that you technology. Probably have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you probably have better technology yeah. than probably Wakanda does. <laughs> that and Killmonger but, intercepting Stark's capture, I guess, before right before he's gonna get captured by the Ten Rings. That seems mm-hmm. interesting. I don't know. Like from what I saw, there was nothing that really looked like eh, I could pass on this. Like everything looked cool enough for me to want to see more of. The animation may take a while for me to get used to, and that's okay, because not everything is tailored to me. Like people have to remember that. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean someone else will hate it too. Exactly. Yeah, I like how and it's not like. It. Yeah, I like how it's not overly animated. You know how, um, for example, Shira on the Netflix. You know, I like the animation. I think I'll be able to get onto this animation for what if so that i'm looking yeah. forward to i'm very impressed with the voice acting cast that they brought back right so that tons like this is costing them a lot of money i bet <laughs> do we do we know for sure if that is um t'challa actually voiced by yeah chadwick did oh so it's gonna bring some, some tears to some people yeah that, that's definitely gonna bring some tears to me for sure yeah, uh, yeah. michael douglas is hank pym again seth green is howard they got both chris henworth and tom as thor and loki like when well, they put money into this they put money into yeah. this <laughs> yeah the and... one episode that i might not be interested in too much and that just is just me it's the one with the um the one with captain america or Captain Britain, whatever you want to or call her. Captain it. Carter, she calls herself. Captain oh, Carter, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Well, we don't Why? even know what it's about yet. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't like that character. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Do you know, do I you, find that character really annoying. Do you hate, do you hate oh. Peggy Carter in general? I don't, no, 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 I don't, I don't hate. I don't hate. Or no, just no, no. Like, do you dislike that's, Peggy Carter? I just, I want to be done with that storyline. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I've seen enough, like, I've, I've seen and played enough World War II games, and I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, can we just stop talking about that era? I get the importance <laughs> of it, right? Uh, I'm not, I'm, that's just my preference, like, mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna, but hey, I could be totally wrong, and if I am wrong, I will mention it on our podcast. I am gonna watch it, of course, but uh, maybe zombies will show up on that one, that will make it interesting. <laughs> that'd be pretty, well, that'd be pretty a, cool. That, that's a cool thing about this uh, series, is, you know, not everyone's going to like every episode, but it caters to everyone because I'm sure there's going to be one episode that you're just going to love and probably want to rewatch, yeah, pro- right? For me, it's probably going to be that Party Thor one. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. He, so- he sounds like he's having a good time. <laughs> um, all right, okay, so, you know, you got this coming. Do you, do you feel that episode, uh, season two will be in the works? There's no actual... I mean, there is talk that season two might come into play, but there's—I doubt they're going to bring the same cast back. It just it costs way too much for them to probably do that. Like, I mean, how much is Robert Darden Jr. going to ask for just to do voiceover? He's going to ask for ten million easy. I think right? he I mean, did, is he one of the ones who opted out. Some of them they didn't cast for that reason. 
Like uh, I think he's in there. He, he shows there? up in the cast. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this is his last last Marvel. Well, yeah, he did state that he wants to move on from Marvel. Like he wants to do other projects that are not related to Marvel. Not necessarily Disney itself, but just Marvel itself. So he wants to branch on do other things. So that's what I'm wondering. If they're going to do a part two, or maybe they won't even have Iron Man episode, right? They'll have oh, they so many recast, other characters. They recasted like... him. Oh, oh what? They, did they now? Yeah. Like as, oh, of wow. a couple, as of a couple of days ago. Oh, wow. So season two is in the works then. Yeah, there you go. If you're going to pay that much money to recast somebody, you're going to have more episodes for sure. Right? So... Well, see how it goes. I hope it does well because it gives courage to uh, the Disney executives to maybe do more animation. Because I think animation, it's it costs a little bit, a lot less, but it allows you to tell a more expansive universe of a story, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't need to rely on CGI. You can do animation and have these crazy stories from different planets, tons of different characters. Because how much work does it take to do, like, say, a Star Wars movie? It takes a lot of work, right? Yeah. So having animated uh, movies would be awesome to have these crazy, you know, comic books come to life. Yeah. Uh, I'd welcome that. And maybe even, who knows, maybe this sparks the return of the X-Men animated 90s line, where a uh, 90s show, where they continue the story going forward or revamp that in better updated graphics, right? So yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this, and I'm hoping there's enough audience there for them to consider doing spin-offs of other animated Marvel characters. How do you guys feel about that? Would you be Would you welcome that? I'd welcome it. Um, I'm always down for more animated, like the more animated side of Marvel. Yeah, like they had some really good quality shows. I used to love Earth's Mightiest Heroes and Spectacular Spider-Man. But yeah. they cut those short and then gave us some watered-down version. People may like them. If you like them, you like them. But I prefer shows that are good quality to not end on cliffhangers. I understand you can't do it forever, <laughs> but like that was just yeah. a, a stab in the heart. <laughs> it yeah. seems Chris, here... what about you? Oh, I'll talk about it after. There's more voice yeah, acting Chris? stuff. Um, I would be down for a second season because it seems like they could go so far with the different storylines. You know, one of the storylines that I look forward to is the Secret Wars. And that's the other thing is like, are there, because I know of the comics, but is there a comic in What If that has such a good story arc that they could have it in like two or three episodes? So that's the way they'd be able to expand on it. Um, but like Dee said, <clears throat> it would be, or Alvin, you were saying how it could expand into more animation, possibly like X-Men. You know, that got me a little hot and sweaty hearing that. Because... <laughs> I'm just like, oh, bring back my childhood cartoon. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it is damp in here. Um, But anyways, uh, yeah, you know, it'll be great to see. You know, I'll I'll be honest with you. When I heard Disney taking over Marvel, I got really excited because, you know, they're going to give us something we've never had before, something we have seen before, and something that brings us back to our childhood. So, I'm just super excited it's finally in the right hands and it's being taken care of 
how it should be you know i expected you to say something else i thought you were gonna say you hated that i'm used to people saying that oh what really yeah you're like oh disney ruined it they watered it down i'm like well i just watched punisher decapitate someone and this was still in the hands of disney at the time so like i think you just hate for the sake of hating (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we'll see that. I mean, it's still fresh the ink off the pages for Disney signing getting Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of what they want to do, future wise, what I am afraid of, of uh, is they're going to try to bring a lot of politics into this, and I hope they don't. In what way? Uh, like, like literal politics, like what's going on in the world? Um, yeah, what's going on in the world? That they're, they're, they're going to try to appease everybody, right? Yeah. All walks of life, which is I'm okay with giving everybody a piece of the pie i'm mm-hmm. cool with that but it it's the delicate line that you have to walk like you can do this but so long as you don't change the the, the narrative the core structure of what these characters and storylines are you, you can't radically change let's say the x-men's family you know make a male character to a female character or a female character a male character the core characters they get changed it's not really an x-men that we're accustomed to watching from the beginning mm-hmm. and people people can argue and say oh you need to get with the times yeah. no no i am with the times what you need to understand is these characters are beloved by people from all walks of life yeah right and they don't put that in their mind saying, oh, I wish that character was a girl or I wish that character was a guy. No, these are core characters that a lot of people from all over yeah. the world don't want to change. I can and I hope this myself, but I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, too. Chris, what, what, yeah. It just, the core fundamental characters cannot change. Did you want to, you want to add characters? You want to maybe change the backstory a little bit? That's fine, but don't change the core concept. Yeah. Well, did you guys hear, I think it was, I don't know if it was like a few years ago. I think it was in the works of an X-Men movie or a cartoon was being developed. My memory sucks, but I just remembered this part so well, how they wanted to take Professor X and make her a female. Yeah. And there is in the comics, from what I believe, there is a female Professor X. Then you could do it in the what ifs. Because that's fine with me. Do yeah. it in the what ifs. But that's what the, this, that's what I'm excited about this show. Because you can do those things, but not, you know, alienate or hinder the core characters. Yeah, I just right? feel like some uh, production companies, they think, okay, well, this is the time to change it. Because, you know, we're being a little more open in the world. And we, we got to kind of catch other people. You know, I agree with you and I don't want them to change anything, but I also see what they're trying to do from their perspective on how they can get into what's going on in the world today, what's being accepted. Okay, so, yeah, you know, we're seeing a little more acceptance in the LGBTQ, so let's make a couple more um, gay characters, which, don't get me wrong, okay, fine, that's great, but create a whole different storyline. You don't have to take someone who's been around for so long. I get how they did it with Iceman. I thought that was cool. I didn't like how they outed him in the comics. That was terrible, (laughs) terrible. I'm like, they could have done it in a nicer way. 
I get that Jean I mean, Grey. Well, sometimes, well, sometimes well, they, they, st- not... they stereotyped them. That's what they did. <sighs> they stereotyped them, you know, like what they thought was the typical transgender or uh, LBGT community person. Like It's terrible. But that a person of that uh, that part of lifestyle can't wear regular jeans and a shirt. Like, oh, what? don't get me started on the Hellfire <laughs> Gala. Oh, when they released those photos, I was yeah. su- I was loving it all. And then I got to Iceman, and I'm like, okay, but why do they feel like he needs to be in heels? Like his personality semi- changed. It's just like, <laughs> you know, I'm a gay male man. I don't wear heels or a dress, you know, why can't you, you know, why does it, it's, that's the thing. It's when you give, it's when you give writers who are not aware or not, uh, it, you know, did their research. If you get, that's what it is. You give people that are not aware the pencil and the paper to write this or draw this rubbish. It, that's it, what it is. Yeah. And it bugs me. And if it bugs it's lazy me, people, lazy could, people, that's it, what it is. It's going to bug the entire community. So for example, talking about that stereotype there is this netflix musical that i tried watching and it had like a good cast to it and james gordon was in it and he's funny but he played such a stereotypical gay i'm like you know what we're not all like that are they just doing it for the laugh factor because you know i'm pretty funny i think but i'm not like oh all over the place you know it's just (laughs) Sometimes I like what they do. Sometimes I don't like what they do. But in general, that's life. Yeah. Here's the. Thing, Anyways, though. we're 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 veering away <laughs> yeah, yeah, from our topic. Bar. <laughs> that was not our intention to anybody that's listening. Wow. They're probably wondering, wait, how did how you get from what if <laughs> to this? That's what but I was going to say. Basically... I was going to be like, yeah. what if is the moment to do that? <laughs> like, what yeah. If? yeah you well, we're just what they're basically saying that if there's an opportunity for people to explore or widen the scope and appease a lot of people from different walks. This is the show to do it, mm-hmm. where where we're thinking that it won't offend the core audience, the hardcore audience, who are so invested and have a history with these characters, right? This is the show to do it, not a show that doesn't have that sort of um, background uh, thinking. So, yeah, what if we're excited to get this uh, going, and now that we know season two is coming, I'm going to be even more excited Maybe we'll get some X-Men and some Fantastic Four crossovers. Who knows, right? The, it's a whole universe they have access to. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see, you know, Blade, some vampire stuff. Who knows, right? They could have possibly been recasted. So maybe they're saving money. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, okay. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up, guys, for this uh, topic? <laughs> we could go on, but let's move on. Chris, Chris is all yeah. riled up now. Chris is yeah. all riled up now. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do. We have so many, so much to talk to, uh, talk about this stuff. We'll continue when, when what if starts. I mean, we're not going to do a weekly uh, what if thing uh, because it's the summer and all of us are on vacation. Mm-hmm. But when we do our weekly uh, regular episode, we'll touch on that episode that went by. We'll definitely have a little quick chat about that. For we'll do that for sure. And speaking of the special episodes, we still have our Loki one that we're doing this week. It is the finale. Uh, so sad to say that. It's the finale of the Loki show, episode six. We'll watch it. We'll break it down on our Loki episode. So keep an eye on that. We'll be dropping that on Thursday. And uh, yeah, have our final take on a, a really well done series up to 
now episode one to five has been brilliant we'll get six going all right okay on to our final topic today it is the disney plus theatrical release black widow finally comes out after a year of waiting and all back and forth they finally come out and uh we all three of us have got to see it um we're gonna give our takes on it so we'll start off we'll we'll, we'll kind of like I, I'm not going to sit here for another hour and talk about every little aspect of things, but we'll touch on the important things and then give our take at the end, sort of like that. So, you know, do you want to start us off with what your overall thoughts were? What are some of the things you didn't like or you did like? I hate this movie. No, I'm just kidding. I actually like oh. this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. no. Don't hold wow. back. <laughs> no, I, I, I liked it. I loved it, actually. Um, so for me, I was one of those people who forgot about this movie. It went from, okay, I'll see this movie, to it's taking too long. Is this because of Scarlett Johansson's contract? You're ruining this for yourself. I got bored of waiting. I'm like, okay, I don't care anymore. And then I finally saw it today, and I loved it. Um, It's more grounded, so you're dealing with street-level like superheroes. There's God tier. There's people who can bench like 100 tons. And then there's (laughs) people like Black Widow, who are considered street-level heroes. She's still dangerous to normal people. She could kill a room of a hundred men, but if she gets shot in the wrong spot, she's dead. And that's yeah. the difference between her and Thor or Captain America. So mm-hmm. I would compare this to a dysfunctional family version of the Incredibles. Like seeing her oh. deal seeing her oh, deal with her. That is family, brilliant. I, I loved oh, I loved the wow. I love the interaction. Somebody so much. is on it today. Oh man. Like I got excited anytime she met one of her previous I'm going to say family members in quotes because they're not yeah, yeah. really there for her entire life. It was yeah. just funny to watch and it hit home on my heartstrings. It tugged on them a little bit to see her interactions with her sister. I thought her sister stole the show. I love, I love <laughs> so, any You know what? You poser. Don't you take that thunder away from me. <laughs> oh, Don't you not, take okay, that. I will say no more, but like, I loved her sister. No, no, no. So, go ahead. No, I'm just joking. Go yeah. ahead. Um, David Harbour as Aleski. Like, oh, I didn't know how I'd feel about this movie, but I want all the action figures. <laughs> I want a Red Guardian action figure. <laughs> also, tune in and watch. I got it. I got it. I already got it. I, saw... I bought this well ahead of time. <laughs> I know you got it's it. Funny you, showed, you, mentioned... you showed me pictures. It's funny you mentioned that. We're going to be dropping that video any day now, our comparison of the two-pack of Melina and... Uh... Uh, Red Guardian, so make sure to check that out. It's a little plug here. Sorry, go ahead, Dee. <laughs> no, it's fine. It makes this relevant. So basically, yeah. this comes after Civil War. I don't think we're spoiling this, right? It just came out. There's no way we can spoil this. Oh, so, maybe we should say spoilers. Spoilers, people. How do you guys want yeah, to Yeah, well, this? look, if you've been listening to us for the last <laughs> 24 episodes, you already know, they already know that we're going to spoil the heck out of everything that we talk about. It is filled with spoilers. Why would we talk about possibilities? We're talking about spoilers here. So if you haven't seen you haven't seen Black Widow, do you really need to see it? We'll probably tell you everything about it. And then go see it again. Make it like a prequel. You already know what's gonna happen. Right? So but no, no, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Black Widow, definitely go watch that and then join us back in this part of the convo. But yeah, spoiler filled. Go ahead, D. Uh basically the plot. So Natasha's on the run because this deals with the events after Civil War. 
She didn't sign the accord. She was on Steve Rogers' side. So she's hiding out. All her buddies are basically in prison right now. And she makes her way to... Is it Norway? Norway. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. gets a package from her sister, her long-lost sister. You find out these kids were taken, trained as spies and assassins, dumped into fake situations like, oh, you need to pretend to be a family so we can get intel on so-and-so. And then they do it over and over again. They're trained in the Red Room. She breaks free of this place that she's been trained her whole life and she gets this mysterious package from her sister and from there that's when the movie starts i'll let someone else talk but the interaction like here's where i'm talking about street levels a fight between hulk and thor is cool but seeing two street levels battle in a hotel room that was the most brutal thing i have seen lately in an mcu (laughs) movie her versus her sister i might just go back and watch that scene again because just they just absolutely destroy each other it was so oh, good. It was so good. Chris, how did you feel about this movie? Uh, um, you know, I was on the fence about uh, watching it, but I thought, you know what? It's a beloved character. I loved her in Avengers. And, you know, I'm, I love the movie. It was great. You know, there were some points where, uh, for example, uh, when they went, they all came together but before that sorry i'm kind of veering off the escape from the prison grabbing red guardian that was an amazing scene um but the one scene that kind of i fell out of was when they went to go to melina's place mm-hmm. the pig farm yeah <laughs> the pig farm you know it it started out i was fine well awake watching it and i started passing out it was such i felt like it was a drawn out scene for me but you know i fell asleep and then i woke up and it ended up some other part of the movie so (laughs) i'm gonna have to go back and watch that scene but you know it it just seemed like it was a bit drawn out you know it's great that they played on the family and they're kind of back together and kind of working up that um chemistry that they had as a quote family but you know it was great because they haven't seen each other for so long and now they're back they're kind of rebuilding that team that uh trust and uh but overall i really thought it was a good movie i liked the little Things that they added in there that we saw in Infinity War, like I was, I always wondered where did she get that vest from? What a weird looking Black Widow suit! And then it showed her in her trailer. She, she's holding the box and it's blonde bleach hair dye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what else? Oh my gosh. If I'm going too far, um, very, very cool character. Very cool character. Um, One thing I don't know about the character comic wise, and D, you can just say yes or no, is that the character in the comics? No. Okay. I guess from my point of view, okay, it works, but from your point of view how did you feel about that 
I was like, this was, it goes back to the conversation, you know, when we're just having, like, does this <laughs> gender and race need to be changed? In this right. case, in this case, it was a silent killer. So since there was absolutely no dialogue, it made no difference. But the taskmaster I'm used to is chatty. Mm-hmm. He gets into people's <laughs> faces. He, he smack talks while he's countering them. Like, it was a completely different character aside <laughs> from the powers. Like, yeah. So... I don't mind they changed it. This isn't mm-hmm. anything to do with that. It's just, is this character the one I read about and love? No. So right, yeah. I, I I did like the character, like that fight scene on the bridge, so amazing. And yeah. you know that's the thing that this movie did deliver on was action. You know, I if you were action hungry, definitely watch this movie because you'd be full afterwards. And, um, you know, and the ending kind of threw me because me and Elvin talked about this a bit and how you could watch this movie uh, before Infinity War and it still connects everything. But then I also understand how, you know, we've seen the two movies, Mm -hmm. the Avengers, and then we're getting the Black Widow movie and they were showing the ending how it just connects together so mm-hmm. you know i thought that was great because you could either watch it in sequence or you can watch it as is but all i gotta say is my movie collection just keeps getting bigger with all these avengers movies we're getting <laughs> so don't get me wrong once this comes out on blu-ray it will be going in my collection We'll give a final uh, mark out of 10 at the end. Yes. Okay. Um, what did I think of this movie? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't love it. I, I didn't, to be honest with you, I was I was kind of disappointed in this movie. Uh, action-wise, no. Like Chris said, lots of action. It is jam-packed with it. It's good times. I just thought this movie was a little too late. This movie... It had nothing underneath it to show the hype. Like it's just, it's sitting on a shelf for over a year. <laughs> like seriously, to be fair. Yeah, to be like... it's sitting on a shelf over the hype train has left the building. You know, like they should have had this movie made prior to the two uh, Endgame, uh, Infinity Endgame. Like I was talking to Chris about this before. Had they put this movie in front of those two movies, it would have fared so much better. Yeah, because. It would have given Black Widow the proper send-off when we saw her die. Spoiler, for anybody who hasn't watched it, uh, at the endgame, when she died, it would have made it more impactful. Because we saw her and her supposed adopted family. We saw what it meant to her. And then passing the torch off to Yelena, by the way, the actress phenomenal actress she did it. she killed it <laughs> she so killed it in that in that movie she was one of the bright spots in that movie and it would have just added so much more i don't know what's the word i'm looking for it would have added so much more um compelling closure compellingness I, I i don't know that it would have just made that black widow character so much more impactful of what she did in her own role like you said d earlier she doesn't have any superpowers, right? She just has this high level of 
you know, uh, training that a lot of people don't get, you know, the red room, right? And I just thought, this is such a wasted opportunity. You could have made it so much more impactful, right? And I understand there's a whole lot of things behind this, things that we don't know about contracts and all this and that. Mm -hmm. You know, she has her own personal life. She can only do so much movies in a year. All of that, I get all that. But if you if the plans were and Kevin Feige plans out years in advance, he doesn't plan out three months down the road. This was in the cards well before Avengers: Infinity War was being made. I, I guarantee that was in the cards. I would have loved to see it prior to that. I think it would have made more impactful. Like I said, having said that, it isn't a terrible movie by any means. It, it's a good movie, good action movie. It does close in some things. But it also opens up a lot of holes as well. I mean, where was the family when they you were needed? Where was Red Guardian? Why didn't he come and help her? You know, why why didn't he join her in Wakanda? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why why was he's such a powerful character? You saw what he was able to do. Yeah. Like he was able to, <laughs> like he's Captain America, Russia's version. So where was he? I, right? I sorry to quickly yeah, interrupt i hate the one thing now that you're bringing that up you're bringing up so many points that i can get on board with and definitely the part about leaving open areas it's just like in the beginning when they sedate the kids and they take them away they kind of give you a brief they don't even show the training in the red room which I was actually looking forward to. See, now you say something, Elvin, and now it's bringing it up like, okay, now <laughs> they, I want to talk montage, about this. They montage that part through uh, opening, well, they, you opening know, credits. In fairness, though, in fairness, though, they did show montages of her training in other MCU movies. <laughs> Remember when she was a ballerina in the room with the piano and all that stuff from the other movies? They showed snippets of who she was prior. So I, I'm thinking that the MCU was banking on people remembering those past, uh, you know, flashbacks to cover for that loophole. But I get what you're saying. A little bit of training would have been nice. Yeah. You know, like, and, and also like, what happened after that? Like the kids are taken away. What happens with Red Guardian? Does he just automatically get thrown in jail? He yeah, that's what he, happened. He, he, he said um, like he wanted to go back and like raise hell and like, I want to, I want to start like, doing what red guardian does and he's like no yeah. you're a liability and so he threw him in prison because he's speaking out he's speaking out of turn basically like it the dude was a dictator <laughs> so he's like, i don't like how you're talking to me and he talks to me yeah. Like, yeah but in my mind i'm like you expect me to believe red guardian would just be thrown away in prison <laughs> right like, he, he, yeah. he has yeah. he has so many resources to just flee. <laughs> he has captain america abilities listen captain but, america avoided the raft so Red Guardian, you can avoid a prison yeah. that isn't in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's on a mountaintop. <laughs> you see what I've opened up? I've opened up a, a, a can of worms here, right? No, I have some vibes too. Yeah, no, but I just think that you know the 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 characters are so good. Where do they? Where do they? After why do they run away? I don't understand. And then don't get me started on Taskmaster. That is uh, <laughs> what they did with Taskmaster is atrocious. That was, you know, I when, when I saw the the helmet come off, I'm like, come on, seriously, how did this girl survive an explosion right on her backpack? There was a bomb in her, like, no one could survive that. It felt too right? much like Darth Vader. 
the way yeah, the exactly, came off. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The head should have come off that girl, yeah. to be honest with you, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's an explosion in her backpack. There's no way someone's going to survive that. I don't understand that. And, you know, unless I'm missing something there, like, they did mention that the backpack had the explosion and the girl blew up, right? Am I am I wrong? They unless showed she took it. the bag off. Unless they took she took the bag off and put it in the eye. But we saw idea. the but we saw her by the window and then next thing you know, boom, the whole window shatters and she the got, whole building is in flame in that in that floor. <laughs> yeah, apparently, right? Jeez, apparently. Talk about touched by an angel. Seriously. Jeez. Yeah, She's got that super soldier serum too, I guess. <laughs> Um, and that, that leads me to my next thing with Taskmaster as well. Is she, does she have Super Soldier Serum in her? Or is she just a highly trained operative? I think she's just highly trained. I have no idea. Okay. Though, because apparently can you tell me how... Has... I was can you say tell me no how... Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me get into this one here. Here's something to think about here. <laughs> here we go. Here we, we, go. we got Falcon America, and I'm going to call him Falcon America. We got him training how to throw the cap shield, and he could barely do it properly. We got this character throwing a shield into a steel piece in the bridge and making it st- st- stuck on that. How is someone with normal abilities could do that? Tell me. She's, I think she's a upgraded. Like, she has, like, implants and stuff. I don't know if she had this serum, though. No, nobody told me. <laughs> like, <laughs> because isn't one of the things Taskmaster does is the ability to look at someone's moves and adapt yes. to it? Yeah, so but not their it... strength. Not their strength, yeah, exactly. So she, she must be like enhanced somehow. That they never they never mentioned that, did they? They only told her about the chip in the back of her head to like program her or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they never mentioned anything that she had the ability to, uh, you know, heighten her strength or anything. Not, I, I, unless I'm gonna watch it again and just double check that area again. And if I am I wrong, I'll come back and mention it on our podcast here. But I had no indication who this this character had that ability because when I saw this character throw that shield onto that bridge and it was just stuck wedged in between metal and you guys know what a bridge steel is, how thick it is for that thing to get stuck in there you gotta have some sort of super soldier serum or something like that, right? So yeah, I just, the Taskmaster character I didn't like it, I don't like the fact it's nothing to do with the female, I could care less male, female, it just I just didn't like that character. Just the whole story of how that character came. And it wasn't a surprise to me either. I already, before they even took the helmet off, I already had a feeling it was going to be that girl. It's just because they mentioned that, they talked about it, and they, I just saw it coming. It wasn't even a surprise to me, which was sad because I wanted to be maybe even Hawkeye or something like that. He was deprogrammed right afterwards. And something crazy would have been nice, but it wasn't. Uh, and then this Agent Ross. He shows up, and then he doesn't show up, and he's here, and he's there. Like, why is this character even in the movie? He's not doing anything. Like, he's just a waste of time. He shows up at the end with a whole bunch of, you know, uh, Suburbans, or Yukon Denali's, and then that's it. Okay, I have a question about that. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Maybe my Disney Plus, like, crapped out, but he's like, she's like, here comes the Calvary. You guys and it go. just goes away. You guys and go, it. and then she's standing there. Then it cut to black. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. so did she, like, fight them, or did she run away? Like, what? Uh, Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody annoying. knows. It cuts, it cuts to the next scene where she's perfectly fine. Because <laughs> the next time you see her and Agent Ross interact is when she comes back with Cap, 
and there's Agent Ross in a holographic form talking to uh, Rhodey in Rhodey's house. Yeah. That's the next time you see her talking to him. So, and he was still looking for them. They were still on the run. Yeah, so did so she raid General Ross? That I was lost. I was like... But I she was calm and... After the, the family ran off, she was calm, cool, and collected, just standing there and just taking in the sunrise yeah. or the sunset. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Shouldn't she be running and hiding? I getting don't out like of there? how they did that at all. It, 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 it's just, I don't know, like, now we're just making it sound like this terrible movie. It's not no, it's a terrible fine. movie. <laughs> it's a fine action movie. <laughs> It is, like I said, it's a fun action movie. It is not a terrible movie, but it just leaves a lot of holes to be, that should have been covered up. And I think, like I said, if, if it was dropped before these two big movies dropped, it would have far, far, fared off way better than coming here uh, after, after being sitting on the shelf for a year and then dropping it now. And I guess, I know why I was sitting on the shelf, because there is there was talk that Scarlett Johansson's co- contract stated it had to be a the- theatrical release, so therefore it, that is the reason why it didn't drop on Disney Plus for so long. That's the reason behind it, from what I've gathered on the internet. It, it was in her contract; it had to be. But yeah, no, I, I don't know what to say. I, what about the end credit? The stinger you know, was weird the- too, because um, I don't remember her name now. She has that log name, Valentine, Valentina, Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, Valentina yeah, yeah. Allegra de Fontaine. Sorry, there yeah, we yeah. go. So she comes back. <laughs> yeah. And it's she she con, she confronts her sister at Natasha's grave because this is after Endgame yeah. and Infinity War and all that. And then she basically is like, okay, now it's time for you to get back to work. Your next mission is the target who we're blaming for your sister's death, apparently. How do you know what happened on a secret realm in another plane of existence? Where she basically right? throws herself off a cliff. Like, did Clint Thank come back you. and tell Thank the you. world that happened? Because <laughs> as far as anyone knows, she died in combat. The end. Like, she was fighting Thanos, and she died. Like, a bunch of other thousand people probably did. She went out a hero. Why are you blaming Clint? Like, he came back and told everyone what she did to, like, pay respects. Like, she sacrificed herself. You guys better fix this. You guys better make this worth it. Like, my yeah. best friend's gone. But in no way was that Clint's fault because he practically beat the crap out of her to keep her from doing that. So this is one of those things where the sister's probably going to hunt him down in the Hawkeye show and she's not going to listen to what he has to say despite the fact he had absolutely nothing to do with her death. That just that just made me upset. You know, they, they tried to... Sorry, Chris. Give me no, one no. second. I thought yeah. Um they tried to really make Hawkeye the bad guy in the storyline because do you remember that scene where the holes were in the wall and she asks her, what are these bullet holes? And she goes, no, those are arrows. They really tried to per- <laughs> paint him as a bad oh, guy yes. to Melina. Yeah. They really tried doing that, right? I think that's what they were trying to go for yeah. to set her up to think that, you know, this Hawkeye guy really doesn't like her. But like you said, how, how does she come to this information? Maybe Nick Fury... He was, you know, given that information by the Avengers when they came back to Earth, and then she's twisting the story all around to get her to, you know, fight these guys because her end game is to hate and defeat the Avengers, right? Have her team of people go fight them. But her sister is not a dummy. Her sister is a smart person. Wouldn't she do her homework first before trusting 
this random I, mean, I don't even know the relationship here between the two because they she didn't even exist in the movie how did it they like connect? Show, it seems like they don't even like each other it seems like yeah. she hates her and she tolerates her so yeah. it's like oh you're here if like, i don't like somebody i'm yeah. not gonna go trusting every word they say <laughs> especially someone you know important as hawkeye killing my sister i'm gonna do my own research first before i believe in this lady but we'll see because she's supposed to be showing up in the Hawkeye series. Yeah. So let's see how that happens. But um, Chris, you go ahead. You know, say what you gotta say here. Yeah. So, talking about that whole end credit scene, I will be very upset because Hawkeye is getting his own show. If Yelena comes in and she's considered the quote bad guy. So oh, then they don't have terrible. to bring in someone else. And then the ending is going to be like, oh, you didn't kill my sister. Okay, let's be friends. If they do that, <laughs> I am done with Disney that, and Marvel. That That is a terrible... Uh, if I don't think they're going to do that. because you're gonna, they're gonna hear. Yeah, you're going to hear from a lot of people like, this is what you are going to give us. This series is based on them at the end just being buddies again. Like, yeah. why even give us a show? We don't need this. That needs right? to be resolved in episode one. Like, exactly. first interaction yes. should be like, <laughs> yeah. like, hi, you killed my sister? No, I didn't. Okay, we're friends. Okay, great. You mean you mean the woman that interrupted me grieving at my sister's grave lied to me? It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Valentina lied to me? <laughs> right? She's on Facebook. It must be real news. <laughs> Gosh. Um, on, a, on, a, on a related topic, um, David Harbour did go on today and say that he has presented marvel with two options where he would like to continue playing red guardian one would be a flashback movie of his his glory days of you know being the mother russian leader you know like vodka drinking shield throwing guy or he would like to be which is i hope it doesn't get made is he would like to go after hawkeye why is everybody going after hawkeye no no i don't want that one I want a flashback. I want to see I, him in the glory days. Yeah. Personally, I don't care for all these flashbacks, but I prefer that over the second option. It, yeah. If there was the two to pick from, the flashback, any day of the week. <laughs> I like, would... Like, oh, Chris, go ahead. Sorry. I would like to see maybe one of his other comic book action sequences. You know, flashback, yeah, great. But guess what? This character is almost like Captain America. We've seen that flashback before, the super serum. Give us something short and sweet in his own movie and then move on, you know? Well, well, you did remember that part where he's talking to Yelena and she says Crimson Dynamite. Crimson Dynamo? Yeah, she's like that. As Dynamo, sorry. Why do I keep saying Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> Crimson Dynamo. Um, would love to see that, right? Wouldn't you? Like, wouldn't you guys want to see that in the flashbacks? Well, they named dropped him, and they showed Ursa in the prison, who's supposed to be a bear. But uh, <laughs> it's what are we like, back to Fox? Like, what are we back to Fox now? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> I didn't know if the Crimson Dynamo was just like playful banter. Does this character actually exist in the MCU, or did she just completely get his name wrong, and that was just a little Easter egg gag? It would be cool though if Crimson Dynamo existed. Like, heck yeah. Bring me all I think characters. I, I think I said Crimson Dynamite in the video review as well. <laughs> oh well, whatever. It's, just, it's dynamite. It just rolls off the top. <laughs> it's a dynamite figure, anyways. Whatever. Thing, I don't right? care. <laughs> Go ahead and troll me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. You know, honestly, like, what would you guys give it out of ten? 
Uh, I'd say like, uh, this is hard. I want to say seven, but I was leading more to a six. But wow, seven. we went we went from I love this to yeah, a seven. No, now that I, I loved it. That's like, if you I know, I have it. a feeling that I I changed that score. I believe a little. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you there's did. No way, Thanks, there's Alvin. no way. There's no way that it's higher than an eight because it was just a mindless action flick. I love mindless mm-hmm. action flicks, but yeah. from a storytelling point, they didn't really do much. She meets up with her old spy buddies, and they take down the bad guy. It was just their interactions I loved, but the ending didn't really leave anything to be desired. Like there was no substance with that getaway scene, so that mm-hmm. lost a huge. <laughs> like I was just sitting waiting to talk about that part because like, okay, these yeah. guys are gonna explain <laughs> it to me, and then yeah, neither yeah, of exactly. you could. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, like it's pretty, it's pretty generic. Okay, well, go ahead, Chris. You're saying. I wasn't saying anything. Oh, we're going to give your score. Oh, my score. Okay, Uh, so my score... uh, I'm going to give it a 6.5. You know, it... Again, like... You know, you guys are such hypocrites. No, not at all. Here's the thing. I can explain myself. Don't, don't be coming on, coming on my boat. Don't be coming on no, my boat. No, no. Let, okay. Here's, Get your own raft. Here's the reason why I'm giving it 6.5. Don't get me wrong. Great action scenes in there. Could have the movie not been two hours and 13 minutes? Yeah. You know, I just felt like there was a lot of filler in there. Unanswered questions um, like Elvin brought up. You know, it... it Again, it's a good movie to watch. And hey, what you guys are listening to us talk about, this movie did what, 128 billion opening? Was it? Million. Million, Million. not billion. (laughs) Okay. 128 million opening day. And that's from theaters and at home viewing. So, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's still popular and everyone's entitled to their own opinions. I say watch it. It's pretty decent personally yeah it could have been it, shorter. it's a good escape it's a good escape movie definitely yeah. a good escape movie there's no One way i'm giving I'll... loki a nine and then this 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 doesn't yeah. compare to loki so my i have to keep that in mind when i'm grading this <laughs> one other thing i want to mention is who is this dude that's hooking up with that jet i mean this guy where is this guy from like i mean we never heard of this guy ever and all of a sudden he's giving him her like shield technology hooking her up with all kinds of things like who is this dude and it would have been nice to have a name drop of an mcu character as him would have been cool but they missed that opportunity but i don't even know who this character is it's just some random guy apparently he could do everything i'm sure he's supposed to be someone but i wasn't paying attention to him at all because he was in what two scenes two and a half <laughs> some random dude that she knows hooks hooks her up right why, why couldn't you hook her up, uh, her, her friends up? Like, why couldn't you hook her up with Cap's shield? Right? <laughs> like, what? Like, come on. Like, get him more stuff. <laughs> why did they circle back to him and then go to Wakanda, right? <laughs> hooked, up more, <laughs> hooked up more stuff for them. But, uh, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm going to give this movie, uh, I'm going to give this movie a 6.5 as well. I want to say 7. I really wanted to say 7. But, uh, too many, too many holes. Too many holes for me to give this a 7. 6.5 out of 10. Uh, that, you know, it sounds bad, but it really isn't bad. Hey, I, I just want to... Like, if you like mindless action, then it's great. 
<laughs> and that's not an insult. Like, I love mindless acts. That sounded like an insult, to be honest with you. It's not mindless. It does have some good lines. Um, you know what? It's, it's, just, it's also maybe passing of the torch to Yelena because, you know, if she's going to be the next Black Widow like everybody is saying, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That is a great passing of the torch. I'm very, very happy to call her the next 2.0 Black Widow. <laughs> totally on board. She killed it. Great. Can I just say final thought about Yelena? Yeah. I love when she brought up the fact as, you know, when you drop down and you whip your hair. That was you're awesome. Such a that poser. Awesome. And then she tries it and I'm like, uh <laughs> yes. It's so good, so good. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a part where um Black Widow does that and, and she just looks at it, she goes, Such a poser. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's she's gonna be good she's if good. she takes she's, over. Yeah. yeah. She's she's definitely gonna be fun to see and you know she's got the ability, like her sister does, to fight uh, and you know have her keep in the Avengers group, right? She can hold her own. So, yeah, I would definitely love to see her show up in the next Avengers. And maybe this is what's going to happen is maybe she shows up in Hawkeye and Hawkeye tells her, like, you know, I, you know, I think you're the next Avenger and maybe passes on the electric gauntlet that she had, the shocking, I don't know, whatever you call it, that. Stunner, that's it, yeah. Maybe gives her that. This is your sister's. This is yours now. That would be great passing of the torches right there. Yeah. And I hope they do it right. All right, okay. Anything else before we wrap it up for today's episode? No, I think we got it all covered. I I think we discussed a great length, though. You know, we went past our hour hour and a half, you guys. Yeah, yeah. all (laughs) kinds of goody stuff there. We hope you were entertained. (laughs) That's the whole point. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, uh, okay, so we'll wrap it up today. Uh, With that being said, uh, wherever you are on the world or the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I'm Ralphie. Poser. Do the Bartman. Don't!